Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. Woo! I am your host, Otis, and this is episode 14 of this awesome show, and I am joined today by the lovely, beautiful Katie. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> and we are reviewing the 2020 film Freak E. Freaky. I thought it was Freak. <laughs> freak out. Um, but You ruined it. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, it's about to get freaky in here, and you just like fucked it up completely. And today we are reviewing <laughs> Freaky. It's about to get freaky in here, bitch. Yay, I'm not, I'm not editing that. That was good. <laughs> uh, so this is a twist on the Freaky Friday story. If you don't know Freaky Friday, a oblivious mom and a asshole daughter realize like, man, your life's so much easier than mine. And it's like, no, your life's easier. You're just a dumb kid. I don't have to worry about shit. And it's like, huh, wish I could be you. And then they get it. And then they're like, wow, your life is tougher than mine. And then that was the key. Now they're switching back. And then they realize that, you know, they need to have some type of empathy or sympathy or all the these about each other. So uh, there's been a ton of versions of this. Uh, one with, um, what's her name from the Halloween movies? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. And her daughter was? Lindsay Lohan. Thank you, Katie. Because I don't know anybody's name right now. You're welcome. So, but this version is obviously a horror-themed one. So, this one centers on a teenage girl who intentionally switches bodies with a middle-aged serial killer. Uh, This movie's absolutely amazing. If you have not seen it, check out Freaky. It's damn good. It's like Freaky Friday the 13th. Yeah. Actually, that was going to be the original name. That's fantastic. Yeah, but they were like... Oh, that, we're not, not trying to get sued. Yeah, that's not going to pass. Can't can't be the shinning. Yeah. So this is another film directed by Christopher Landon. If you remember last year when I reviewed Happy Death Day, um, that was Christopher Landon, one of his first ones. And so his dad was Michael Landon from Little House on the Prairie, if you know your TV info. <laughs> So he's done a lot of writing. He wrote uh, Disturbia. Yes, the reality. Disturbia. That fucking scene from um, uh, Letterkenny when they're outside of the. Talking about Rihanna. Yes, I know Grammy uh, Grammy nominated. Talking about Dino Disturbia. Yes, Rihanna. Yes, Rihanna. Rihanna. That Disturbia. Uh, He wrote for Paranormal Activity 2, 3, and 4. Disturbia was a great movie. Hell yeah, it was. We should review that. That is a fantastic That's like, movie. um, it's a Hitchcock film. It's a remake of that. I didn't know that, but I really liked the one with Shia LaBeouf. Dial Actual M. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Dial M for murder, I think? That sounds right. Yeah. It's the one with uh, Jimmy Stewart. He like broke his leg and he sees like a murder across the street. It, they made fun of it in The Simpsons. He's like, Martha, that weird kid's looking at me again. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the story is great. The end, guys. Bye. Uh, but no, <laughs> but no, freaky, absolutely amazing. Film. It was so good, was like shockingly good. Yeah, I, I did not expect it. I knew that it was gonna be funny, and I knew that I was gonna like it because I love Vince Vaughn. Um, I did not expect it to like it as much as I did. Like this is a, a top contender for me for next year's top five already. We oh, like just shit. started. Oh shit, Case, I put it on the tracker, goddammit. We just started and I'm like, fucking put it on the list. We've watched a lot of really good films this year. Next year's like top five list is gonna be fucking impossible yeah. for me. Like I said it before, but fourteen episodes ago, I was like, this set list is pretty good, y'all. 
I was not playing. It's a pretty good set list. Yeah. But, uh, but nah, if you put this bitch on the whiteboard, I like Freaky a lot. Yeah. So, um, but no, uh, if you haven't, you know, watch it. That's it. Just watch it. It's really good. So, uh, like always, we'll get through the story. Uh, it's a good one. It's uh, 100 minutes long. 101 minutes long. So Hour and a half. Easy to do. Yeah. A little of, over an hour and yeah, a half. So, I mean, it, it's Hour easy. 40. Uh, very simple. So, let's get into the story. So, uh, like any horror film, we have a opening group that get murdered. Usually in some films, it's like just a boy and a girl doing it and they get killed and then you get the credits. But in this one, there's four teenagers and they're talking about urban legends and they bring up a serial killer called the Blissfield Butcher. And so this dude has been murdering people for forever. And they're like, no, nah, that's just an urban legend. No dude is killing people. And they said, plus he'd be like 40 or 40. 50 right now if he was real and they're like that don't mean shit you can still kill people and be older and so right 40 seems like the average age of a serial killer yeah right at this point these young kids you've had like, just enough shit happen in your life where you've hit the breaking point and you're like you know what i'm just gonna start killing folks right and these kids out here are like that's old that's such an old guy like, like yeah. yeah that's about the age when people <laughs> lose their shit and start killing folks <laughs> And then, unfortunately, the Blissfield Butcher pops up and starts fucking these kids up. Uh, the cool thing about movies, like 2020, like recent movies, when they do simple graphic things, it looks fucking great. This one kid gets a wine bottle stuffed down his throat, and then as it's like, I don't know, almost to his collarbone kind of deep, dude just punches the glass in his throat and kills him. I was like, I've never seen that before. That's a legit ass It was kill. a really creative death. There were a lot of creative deaths in this. Yes. I haven't seen before, which is shocking because most horror films just have repetitive, yeah. like, oh, okay, person got hacked up by a chainsaw. Cool. Like, we've seen it. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool stuff. The other girl gets, like, fucking stomped on a fucking toilet. Yeah. Gets her head smushed. And it, it, this movie. I've seen wow. that bef- happen before in another movie, but I don't think it was a kill. I think it was like um Oh yeah, I've seen somebody get fucked up on it. It was something toilet seat. No, 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 no. It was a kill. It was um Fuck. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, no. Probably. Damn it. Something. Jeepers Creepers or something like that. There's like a girl and a boy, and they go into the bath. The girl goes oh, into Halloween. the bathroom. That's what it is. It's Halloween. Yeah. yeah. M- Michael, like, stomps somebody out like that yeah. in the newer this, Halloween. Yeah, Michael came in. He He's like, I found some teeth for you. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, he, he womps a girl in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. like that with the bath with a toilet seat. He gave her teeth. That's so scary. <laughs> oh, my Mike Myers is horrific. I, I don't know what I'd do if someone dropped teeth in front of me as I was pooping. That'd be so... Okay, anyway, that's fucking horrifying. Um, while that's happening and the kids are getting murdered because they dumb kids, there's a dagger, just a freaky little dagger sitting there. I don't think they give it a name then. No, they did. Yeah. So one of the kids is... It's their house, and their dad is in archaeologist art collector like artifacts collector that's the word that we're looking for um and their house is filled with fucking artifacts they have a whole wall of masks and one of them is missing wonder why (laughs) and he has a whole room like his office or something is filled with weaponry 
Like, he has a bunch of different ancient weaponry. And this weapon that gets used, um, what's it called? La Loca? La Dora. Ladola. Ladola. That's what it is. This little dagger that gets used, Ladola, is sitting in a special, like, glass case on his uh, desk because he just got it and he hasn't had a chance to, like, put it wherever he's going to put it yet. But they make a point at this point in the film to, like, screen, like, shoot past the knife and so you can see the little placard on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, after killing all the kids, the killer, he stops because he hears talking. Someone's whispering to him and he turns and it's the knife whispering to him. He's like, oh. And then we see the parents run in, see all the dead kids, and the knife is missing. So it's like, oh, he took the knife with him. And a mask. Yeah. So the next day, we meet up with Millie Kessler. Uh, she is the mascot of the football team. Uh, what was it Beavers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, they had some good dance moves. People were hating on her. Uh, I don't get it because she looks pretty, but it's like that she's all that kind of thing where... You know, the really hot girl wears drab clothing and then everyone picks on her because she looks like shit, except it's really just like she doesn't have money to buy expensive clothes. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing, but everybody hates her and they're douchebags. And she has two friends, which is good. She's not alone. Jesus. But uh, unfortunately, she's waiting on her mom to pick her up after the game. And her mom's kind of has a drinking issue and she oversleeps and forgets about her. And so, while she's waiting, and her phone is at 2%, which all all the signs of a good horror scene coming up. <laughs> and so, she sees someone standing across the street from her, and she's like, please don't be the butcher. Please don't be the butcher. And she's like, uh, my mom, my sister, she's coming to pick me up. She's a cop. She's a cop. And Killer's like, I don't give a fuck. And starts walking towards her. She's like, oh shit. And so, she starts running. And she gets to the football field, and the butcher tackles her down to the ground and stabs her in her shoulder. But when she gets stabbed, the butcher winces in pain. She's like, what the fuck was that? And her sister pops up, and she's a um, deputy in the town, shoots at the butcher, and he scoots off. Because he's like, oh, that was a lot. And so, hooray, she didn't get killed by the butcher. And so she goes to the police station. They do, um, what is it, when the picture... Of his face, because his mask came off. Not a mugshot, a police drawing. A police sketch? Sketch, Yeah, this amateur sketch. This amateur sketch. (laughs) So they do a sketch of his face, and she's very much not listening. It's like in... in, They also have the knife. Yes. They took the knife as evidence, because he dropped it when he ran. So it's like, you know in movies when something really hardcore happens, and the person's just kind of sitting there, and everything's muted, or really... Muffled. Because they're in shock. Yeah. So she's in shock and she's like, that was a fucking lot. The following morning, we discovered that the butcher and Millie, they've switched bodies. And so the butcher in Millie's body is very confused because the room is bright and happy and pink and just like, what the fuck? And just so is slowly scanning the room just like, where the hell am I? <laughs> and then the mom's like, hey, I made pancakes, you know, what's your favorite and all that stuff. Come down. And it's funny, at the table, she is constantly trying to grab weapons to kill them with. And then the mom just takes away, he's like, give me that knife. She's like, oh, Oh, yeah, that's dirty. (laughs) My knife. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She starts to eat 
uh, and eats like a well, a crazy person. Just because she hasn't eaten a, the butcher hasn't eaten a real meal, and who oh, knows? Yeah, hundred percent. He's yeah. probably eating on dead animals and shit because he's crazy. Uh, while that happens, the butcher wakes up and it's Millie, <laughs> and she's very confused about everything because she's gigantic and smells. And there's a weird crackhead that wants drugs from her, and then she runs off. And dude says, "I'll suck your dick, all of it." <laughs> that should have been. That's gonna be my seven. <laughs> and so she decides to run to the the school because it's the only thing she knows. Like you know, everybody's gonna be at school, so I can figure this out. Uh, on the way, the news report brings up the face because they actually saw the butcher's face, and unfortunately for. Butcher Millie, I need to give him a, let's say Butcher, the the good Butcher, everyone's seen the face, and so every time he stops long enough, or she stops long enough, people are like, ah, it's the Butcher, and he's like, oh shit, and just keeps running. Um, she realizes that she's way taller, because she like, like, what, runs into some trees, or some, yeah. some bushes. Well, she went from being a petite, like, five nothing, hundred pound girl, to being a... 6'4", 250-pound Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's so, big. While that's happening, the bad Millie comes to school, and all it took was her hair pulled back in a ponytail, some makeup, and a sweet-ass jacket. And everybody's like, oh, shit, Millie's hot as fuck. <laughs> so she's walking around school. She ignores her friends. She's like, yeah, I don't fucking care. Uh, Nyla and Josh, uh, she ignores them. They're like, well, I mean, she did almost get murdered last night. Let's give her, like, a day to, like, get over that. <laughs> and she meets up with Ryler, one of Millie's, like, worst bullies. And it's not, like, a bully, like, punchy bully. It's, like, a fucking Roger from Doug kind of bully. Where it's like, hey, your shoes are shitty. <laughs> and that's enough to, like, fuck people up. Because it just sucks, you know. So, uh, Ryler has some thoughts about everything, and she likes to go online and, like, get in videos with people like, oh my god, Millie almost died, we're best friends, see, she's in my Snapchat. So, Millie asks, hey, is there somewhere secret we can talk? And she's like, oh my god, you didn't tell the cops everything, tell me. And so they go into the girls' locker room, and Millie stuffs her into a cryotherapy tank and so how the fuck does this high school afford a cryotherapy tank that's that's the real talk maybe the football team's really good don't care oh that's the girls locker room maybe the girls football team is good <laughs> i don't even know what cryotherapy doesn't make any I guess sense it's easy for everything but uh riley gets stuffed in the cryotherapy tank and gets turned into ice <laughs> while that's happening uh, the good butcher is taking a shower in the girl's locker room because that's all she knows. That's what Millie knows, the girl's locker room. And so uh, she says that the butcher smells like hot dog water, which is a very good phrase, and I understand what that smells like. So Millie, in the butcher's body, finds her best friends Nyla and Josh and absolutely has to chase them down because a giant scary dude that is probably the butcher is just like, hey, hey guys, come here. I would run too. Uh, there's a scene where Vince Vaughn falls. He, like, slips on a plant. They kept it in because he stayed in character and just got up and just kept running. And they were like, that was really good. So they kept it in. Um, but actually talks to her friends and says, like, hey, it's me. 
it's Millie, and so does the dance, her mascot dance, and actually does the hand, uh, the handshake that they do, the secret handshake. And so they're like, "Holy shit, you're you're Millie." It's like, "Yeah, man, I don't understand how, but I'm in the killer's body. I need help." So they research the knife, Ladola, and they discover that Millie needs to stab the butcher by midnight. Or the body switch is going to be permanent. She's like, holy shit, we got like 12 hours. We got to get going. At this point, the butcher is just murdering people. The fucking woodshop guy is an absolute bully. It's Cameron from Ferris Bueller. He's a piece of shit. Uh, he gets all types of cut in half and stuff. So uh, anybody that wrongs Bad Millie gets fucked up very soon afterward. And so the ho homecoming dance is canceled because obviously because people are just dying left and right so the butcher suggests hey how about they do a new another dance and they'll do it at the old mill and earlier in the movie millie in the butcher's body wakes up at the mill so that's the hiding place of the butcher and it's like hey if everybody's there i can kill so many more people and i don't have to go anywhere to do it i can just kill them here it's awesome so <laughs> uh the butcher actually lures millie's crush booker to a um, mini golf course because she's gonna kill him. Because what, what are you gonna do? So, but Millie, Nyla, and Josh arrive and they actually knock out the butcher and, and Booker. Booker gets fucking truck sticked into a wall. And so they're knocked out. They bring both of them to Josh's house and they actually explain to Booker what's happening. And he actually accepts it uh, because Millie recites a love poem that she dropped off in his locker a couple weeks before that and he's like holy shit you are millie that's so weird <laughs> so josh looks over the butcher's body while millie nyla and booker go to the police station because they got to get the knife and they only have i think at this point maybe six hours left seven or five something like that it's dark when they go so uh nyla tricks uh char that's um millie's sister so Nyla tricks her to get her to come out of the station, and they go in. So while it's happening, Booker and Millie in the car have a talk, and Booker says he's always liked her. And so <laughs> Booker and Vince Vaughn kiss, and it's really funny to kiss, and then she's like, yeah, this is kind of weird. How about we wait till... Um... Till my hand's not bigger than your face. And he's like, yeah, that... that, that, that Sounds that. like a plan. Yeah. But I love that they had that. I love this movie. So the butcher is tied up in Josh's house. His mom comes home. He's like, why is Millie tied up? And he's like, we role play. And she's like, what? And he's like, I have to tell you, mom, I'm straight. And she's like, you are not straight. Bullshit. <laughs> it's awesome. So Millie breaks free because it's a killer. You got to watch them the whole time. Anytime you look away, they're doing something bad. And she actually gets away. So she... Chases Josh and his mom to a room. They lock the door, and she's like, she's actually mad because Millie's body is tiny and not as strong as his body. They make it seem like he is like super strong in some points. Again, because he's six four and two hundred and fifty pounds, and she is five foot nothing and sixteen. Like, yeah, she has no strength. Yeah, so she's actually mad. Bad Millie's like, God damn this body, because if it was his normal body, he'd have broke that door down and got to them. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, while it's happening, Millie gets to the police station and talks to the sister. So, bad Millie gets to the police station 
while good Millie is there, and it's very much a the sister's like, "What are you doing here, Millie?" And it's like, "I'm just here to help." And she's getting closer to the knife. And it's like, "No, just get out of here." A shootout happens because the butcher is there, and Millie gets off with the knife, and scoots away, uh, and so the butcher grabs her sister and puts her in um, a cell. And she's like, "This is for your own good. I'm sorry. I love you. Bye." So they go to the mill. And the butcher in Millie's body, uh, she, oh, because earlier she tells this guy that his voice makes her pussy drier than sandpaper. And I was like, that is the coolest line to tell somebody that's being annoying. So later on, he's like, I've never made anybody's pussy dry. He's like, hey, come to this room. I'll show you. And, you know, the killer's like, okay. (laughs) Goes to the room. Oh, no. Attempted rape by him and his two friends. Good thing Millie's a fucking murderer and breaks a bottle on one's head and starts to stabbing and fucks these dudes up and gets a chainsaw and kills the last guy. So, hooray, rape averted. <laughs> now it's just murder. Uh, people are getting fucked up left and right. Uh, a fourth football player kisses on Josh and then calls him some bad words because Josh is confused about everything. It's like, wait, wait what, what's happening right now? You're- wait a minute. You're super douchey and homophobic. Um, I'm good. Yeah. And then the dude's like, well, fuck it. I'll beat you up. Hook comes out of the wall, hooks him in the face, and takes him away. So it's like, holy shit. Uh, so all the dumb jocks are just getting fucked up. So midnight's coming up. And so Millie... Finds the butcher, and the two friends hold down Millie's evil body, and the butcher unfortunately runs out of time. Midnight hits, and Millie, evil Millie's like, haha, now I got this cool ass body, and no one will know I'm a killer. Yeah, because the alarm on the Apple Watch that, what's it, Booker had said. Yes, but hey, Booker told her earlier, pro tip, set your watch five minutes ahead. So you'll always be, you'll always have an extra five minutes. Huzzah! (laughs) So, Millie stabs her body, and she gets her body back. Hooray! And so they switch bodies just in time, and then the police light the fuck up out of the butcher. The butcher goes down. Uh, Millie and Booker meet up, and they kiss in the right bodies. And hooray! In the ambulance, as they're taking the butcher's fucking not-dead body, I don't understand how he's still alive. I don't understand due process and justice and stuff. But fuck a doodle, dude. That dude kills a lot of people. But the butcher fakes his death. He takes off the little the little pin that keeps your um, pulse. Kind of bumps the, it off. The pulse ox- oximeter. Yeah. He knocks that off, and they're like, oh, he died. In the second that everyone stops looking at him, breaks free. And starts fighting, just like in uh, Halloween H2O. How he got free in that ambulance and started just rocking people's shit. The butcher, knowing where Millie fucking lives now, (laughs) goes home and attacks her. And so, it's cool. The whole family, so the sister and the mom, are getting rocked because this dude's gigantic and strong. And he talks about, like, hey, I get it. Your body is weak. You're full of anxiety. Your mom sucks. Your sister's not here. Like, I get it. I get why you want to get out and do something else. Your, your life sucks, you know? <laughs> and then the the women of the house, they overpower his ass, and then Millie stabs him with a broken table leg. Stabs him in the chest. Like, hooray! Right through the heart. 
And then? Kicks it. Oh, and then she says, you're right, I am a fucking piece. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's another seven. Whoop, whoop. Uh, and then the movie ends. Really good music in it. I had a great time with this movie. So, Katie, who was your favorite character? Vince Vaughn as Millie. <laughs> you beat me to it. I didn't like the butcher character, but I liked Millie in the body of Yes. Of the Butcher. Yeah. Um I love when characters actors have to pretend to be another character, especially one of an opposite gender. Yeah. Like it happens in um the new Jumanji movies. Yeah. Where Jack Black has to play like the stuck up like cheerleader girl and it's fucking hilarious. Like he does it's just so funny. And I think Vince Vaughn did an incredible job at being a 16-year-old girl and acting out all those, yeah, like... his hands. His those, hand motions. Hand and things, the way that yeah. he runs when he's mm-hmm. Millie is just hilarious. Um, I think Vince Vaughn deserves all the awards for this movie because yeah. he was so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrote, actually wrote Millie slash Butcher slash question mark. Uh them switched even the butcher in millie's body just the way everything was real quiet and just like slow moving no no quick movements because the butcher was just taking in everything and like where can i kill this person oh i'll go in that corner cool hey let's go over here and just doing stuff grabbing items like riley's talking she's picking up items and looking at riley like nah i ain't gonna kill you with that just i i love that just it was really cool, but you know, Vince Vaughn was a fucking treasure in this movie. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. The two friends were great too, Josh and Nyla. I everybody in this movie was great. Yeah, yeah. except some people. But <laughs> Katie, who is your least favorite character? I think we're gonna say the same person. Rapey high schoolers. <laughs> Rapey football guys. <laughs> yep. Uh that is exactly who the worst character in this movie was. Um there were several different like rapey four of them? Yeah, there was like a group, a gang rapers. Uh, they were fucking trash. Just a bunch of entitled ass dudes who think that they could get away with whatever they want because, you know, they're popular and on the football team. They go fuck themselves. They were the worst characters. And that's saying something because, you know, there was a literal serial killer in this movie. Yeah, but he you know, he did his job. He, he didn't rape people and do stuff. He just wanted to kill. That's all he wanted to do. It's funny when he was in Millie's body and he was confused. He like grabbed his boobs. He's like, I am in a girl's body. He's like, what the fuck is happening? Didn't do anything weird. There was no weird scenes. Just like, I'm a I wanna kill somebody. And then yeah. got, put a jacket on and killed people. When she became him and she had to go pee <laughs> and she like helicopter dicks to shake her fucking dick. The pee off of her dick is so funny. And when she was like, peeing, this it's is like, so silly. It's like how many gallons is this this man can hold? Right, his bladder is huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then she like turns to kind of talk to a oh, friend yeah, and just in the spraying everywhere. I was like, <laughs> so stupid. I love it. Oh man. Uh but no, uh, Raby football guys and they got what they deserved. Yep. They got stabbed Accurate. by a killer, so, you know, don't rape people. Yes, don't do that. It ain't fun. Quit it. So, minority kill count. I don't remember any black people dying. Were there even any black people in the movie? Her best friend. But she didn't die. Good for her. Yeah, that's the only one, I think. Yeah. Because the, the first four kids, they were all white. Yeah. 
One might have been a little bit darker skinned, but I, don't, I think they were all white, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, minority kill count. It stands. Vince Vaughn should kill more black people. Or not. Keep killing white people, I guess. So, 166 and a Tito Turtle. So I'm going to remember that forever. So, let's do seven word synopsis. So, uh, I got three of them. Actually, five, because I said all those other things in the episode. So, best version of Freaky Friday I've seen. I do like the one with... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, that one's pretty fun. I liked it. That song that she played at the end was pretty cool. Um, Knife's... Oh, Knife's the Key. Now we're switching back. And then... Wow. Your, your touch makes me drier than sandpaper. That's such a pimp-ass thing to say to somebody. Like, your voice is so annoying. <laughs> Katie. Vince Vaughn as high school girl. Amazing. Yeah. And Freaky Friday meets Michael Myers minus Jamie Lee. Yeah. Because they ran both of them. She was in both of them. Yeah. She should have popped up somewhere. They probably asked her. Hey, Jamie Lee Curtis, you want to be in this movie? You want to be like the principal or something? You want to be the mom? <laughs> so we can... Oh, I wouldn't want her. Yeah, I mean, she gets better at the end. Yeah. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She, she's, she's great. She could have been the principal. She could have been somebody in this film. She's a damn treasure. She could have been the grandma. Yeah. Or the parents at the beginning of the movie to see the parent, the kid dead. Yeah. That's a waste of her, but... Yeah. So this film came out November 13th, 2020. Hey, it's, hey, almost happy birthday. Happy death day. So, what do you think the budget was? Eight million. Not bad. Six million. It kept always, it down pretty good. It, it makes up. sense. Not a lot of crazy things in but this But there was movie. a lot of blood. Oh, hell yeah. And a lot of different creative deaths. Yes. So there's a lot of prosthetic, like, yeah. Probably a lot props, of the money of was props. with the props and stuff. But, like, scenes, it was like the school, dark rooms. <laughs> And, yeah. and, like, outside. And they had to pay Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Vince Vaughn probably got some. Well, he's not so big anymore, so well, maybe I mean, not so much. He and probably then did Cameron it for... from Ferris Bueller was probably pretty cheap. Yeah, he probably did it, like, funnish. They were like, hey, you know, we don't have a lot of money budget-wise. That's fine. Like, this, he's fine. this sounds plot amazing. Sounds, this plot yeah. sounds great. Let's do sounds it. It's fucking fun. I get to play a 16-year-old, like, girl. Like, that's awesome. Uh, what do you think the box office was? Um... So I said twenty million, yeah. but that's kind of wishful thinking because it did come out in November of yeah. COVID year. Yeah. So to be safe, I'm gonna bring it down and I'm gonna say ten. Not bad. The box office was sixteen point two. Good thing I went down. Okay. Yeah. It it did good. You oh know. yeah, more than doubled its money. Yeah. So I like I said Make a freaky two. Yeah. Please. Let's find out what happens to Ladola. Ooh, it switches somebody else or other people. Another I, serial killer. I want to see it, man. Switch it. it. It's awesome. So I I love this idea and the story, and I'm glad it did good. Uh, Christopher Landon has some really cool ideas. I love his take on, I love this movie that's not horror, but what if it was? I love Groundhog Day, but what if it was a horror movie? Happy Death Day. I love Freaky Friday. What if it was horror? Fucking freaky. I'm curious what he has in his head coming up after this. Like, you know, these were two ideas he came up with. Uh, gimme. Gimme another fucking movie that isn't horror and make it fucking horror. It's it, it's not hard. Well, I, it is because I've seen some shitty ones, so. <laughs> but no, I absolutely love the idea. 
And like I said, it feels like something we've seen because we have seen it. Like Freaky Friday. Everyone's seen, hopefully, Freaky Friday. Just give me some more with killers in it and stuff like that. So, um, that's all I got for Freaky. Uh, it's great. Please, please give it a shot. It's absolutely amazing. I really, right off the bat, as soon as this movie started, I fell in love with the soundtrack. Yes. This soundtrack. That ending song has, is really good. Well, this soundtrack has um, a feeling of like a 90s family Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, and I know that's like really niche to say, but if you think about like the the entrance theme in a family flick when the screen or the camera is coming in on like the town square that like that happens in a lot of movies um but i was instantly brought back to like um casper and hocus pocus and things like that where you know it's like a town setting and there's like people doing their regular errands and stuff but the music is just really happy and like hey, here's this quaint little town and all these cool things are happening. Like, it was fucking solid. And the soundtrack never, like, the score was fantastic throughout. It was, The score was so good. I'm trying to find who did the music right now, but he did, or he or she did fantastic. Music by Bear McCreary. Bear McCreary did great. Uh, he worked on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, that explains why I love it so much. Uh, Outlander, The Walking Dead. So, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Oh, he's worked on video game scores. Bear McCreary, good stuff, yep. man. <laughs> he's a busy dude. So, I, yeah, if we just sit here, we're just going to keep saying watch it. It's really good. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Freaky Friday or why I can't remember Jamie Lee Curtis's name, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. Hey, listen to us on Facebook. They're all there. Bye. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I said bye like we were gone. What if I just ended it like that? Bye. <laughs> just click out. Um, the Studio Fitas, thank you so much for the artwork. Um, I forgot where I was. That's it. Hey, uh... Tons of episodes. This is the 14th one. We got 17 more. Jesus Christ. Uh, but no, uh, the set list, like I said, good stuff. Um, we, I was hoping to do like this senses block in the horror movie thing. Because we did Quiet Place. And then we haven't even watched Bird Box. Is that what it's called? Bird Box? Bear Box? Bird Box. Bird Box. And then the one with... Uh, Stanley Tucci. Yeah, that's like the the silence. Something. And then there's one that actually is on our list. Hey, spoilers. Don't breathe. Because part two's coming out. So uh, Terrell watched Don't Breathe and he said that was a wild fucking movie. So I never forgot it. He's like, you got to watch Don't Breathe. So it is on the list. So uh, maybe we'll do a month where it's just senses. Because I know a couple of films where it's like the hearing or blah, blah, blah. So. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow. I love saying tomorrow with another scary film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.